Real Astoris with me, Neil Kagram, and today we're joined by Darren Long. Darren, appreciate your time today. Um, doing this obviously via video due to the current coronavirus circumstances engulfing the world. So hope you're keeping well. Yeah, not too bad, thanks, Neil. Um, so Darren, um, you're the founder and owner of Vita Sport. I think I've pronounced Vita Sport. Yeah, Vita Sport. Um, can you just talk to me about your role specifically, and the, a bit about the company? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, me, me personally, I've been doing sort of cricket agency for the, for, for probably twenty years now. Um, I I work for another company um, for for a good amount of time. And then a couple of years ago, I set up um, set up Vitae Sports, uh, predominantly cricket. Um, I've got quite a bit of background in football as well. Um, spent about fifteen years working in football, but cricket's always been my sort of. Um, they've both been my passions, but cricket probably more so. And I, I found that, that I enjoyed um, the cricket industry more. Um, so we set up, as I say, a couple of years ago, um, and, and basically we've um, a lot of clients came with me from from where I worked before. Um, we represent players from all around the world and coaches as well. And um, our job mainly, obviously, to, to help represent them, advise them, um, search for contracts, so on, and, and just create opportunities and be there as a, a guide to them. And you said that you um, chose football. Was it uh, chose cricket? Sorry. Was it because is it, is it a much more um, streamlined industry as opposed to football? I find it's a much friendlier industry. Um, I think, you know, the football industry is um, it's a difficult industry, obviously. Um, there's a lot of good things about it. There's a lot of greed and selfishness, I think, from, from pretty much top to bottom, um, which, are, you know, is pretty off-putting, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I, I just for me, as I say, I, I was, my background was more, was more cricket than football, but um, over the years, I've just sort of been more towards the cricket side of things. And then in terms of your actual, if we break down your role for a specific player, um, you talk about career management, gaining sponsorship, etc. But if you can just kind of give us a bit more in-depth um, explanation, just so that, because obviously we took, you know, there's a lot said about football and ages being the 10% man as such, but um, it's probably an unfair representation. Uh, but if you can just talk us through a breakdown of your day-to-day role, if you're taking a particular player on your roster, what are you looking to do with them? Yeah, I mean, a lot would obviously depend on the player and what their needs were. Um, you know, if we were taking on a, a current international, um, that'd be different than it would be than the, the young, um, sort of 18, 19-year-old at a county. Um, but I, I suppose fundamentally, it is pretty pretty similar all around. Obviously, we do contract negotiations. Um, nowadays, virtually every player is interested in the 2020 scene. So we, we, we place players in all the leagues, all the major leagues around the world. Um, so we would, again, depending on what the player wanted, we would look at that and we have to sort out a calendar for players as well when they're available, making sure we don't get burnt out. Um, obviously, sponsorship deals, social media is a big thing now. So we'd be there for that as well. And also, I think the big, a big part for us would be the sort of just being there as mentors, advisors for players, uh, and, and again, and coaches. Um, that sort of 
again depends on the players. You know, some some players don't necessarily feel. You know, we need sort of weekly contact, so to speak. Um, but some some want to be speaking on a regular basis um, with regards to where we are in position of their contract or why you know we might not be getting selected uh, or any issues we be having or issues off the pitch as well. So it, it's really I think a, a valuable part which is often over overseen. Um, like you, you just mentioned people just say, "Oh, you know, it's a ten percent man or, or whatever." And there is agents obviously out there who, who will probably just turn up when there's a contract to be signed. Um, but we, yeah, you know, for us, it's about being there around the clock for players. Really, um, you know, for me, I turn me, I do turn my phone off when I go to bed. But other than that, pretty much available throughout the day. Um, you know, you turn your phone on and. Normally got quite a few emails and messages coming through, and um, yeah, we just want to be there for the players as much as we can be and as much as they need us to be. So you talked about um, one thing I gauged from that explanation is that you talked about placing players in, say, like twenty twenty competitions. Um, you know, just from the outside looking in, um, if I say if I look at like one of the say the IPL or Pakistani leagues or the Australian teams out there in their 10, 2020 competitions, I would think that the franchise or club would kind of scout the players they want. But are you saying that you would perhaps um, pitch for them uh, to these kind of franchises and pitch players to them as opposed to being as a, like, scouted as such? Yeah, very much so. Um, and to be honest, it was the same with football. Um, yeah, I think people probably had a chat about this last week, funnily enough. Um, I think people, yeah, just think that all the scouting systems are in place, particularly in football. Um, but no, I mean a lot of a lot of counties, a lot of overseas teams, they'll come to ask our recommendations. Um, who you know, who well, who we've got on our roster. A lot of teams will just ask sometimes call me up and ask me what to know about certain players as personality wise as well. Um, but yeah, we we would often. Um, We'd often be pitching players and saying, "Look, this guy. We, we, you know, we've got great relationships over the years. We've been in the game with a lot of the coaches, and, and so we represent quite a few." <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, yeah. So, would you put together kind of video packages? I know cricket is um, a very statistics game, but would you again? How would you kind of pitch a player forward? Um, so. Basically, I mean, the stats are obviously there to see to a large extent. Um, I'd like to think a lot of people would go on our, on, on our recommendations alone, because we've got that, say, because we've got the relationships, and we've got to be careful. Obviously, I can't just throw any player in, and then it turns out he's not that good. So that's got to rebound back on me. So I've got to be careful as well. Um, yeah, you know, the, the video packages, we we can put them together, send them to teams. Often they obviously have their own analysts now who can pick up on that. So, yeah, but we often we'll say all the time people go, we're after a quick bowler, we're after, you know, this, you know, again, it's obviously a lot different now. It's it's probably different times of a game in T20. So, um, and the same for the batting. So, yeah, we would often recommend players. And then in terms of, say, if a player wants, uh, wants to move um, domestically, uh, there's a kind of a perception that, um, especially in like county cricket, that as players come through the ranks, mostly by their academy, they're kind of attached um, to their county. Um, again, if a player were did want to move into in between counties, is that something that how you would push for as well? 
Yeah, it depends on the circumstances, really. Um, again, we would try and work with the counties a lot of the time. Obviously, some players go into the last year of the contract. They want to see what their options are. Um, and then it's our job to obviously speak to the other counties and make them aware of the potential opportunities we've got. Um, sometimes we work with counties about getting players out on loan. And sometimes a county might come to us and, and tell us, like, such and such a player, you know, it's unlikely we're going to be giving them a contract. You know, you need to start looking... Um, looking elsewhere, which is something we'd always want to know as soon as possible, um, rather than finding a player's not going to get a new contract in September, um, and then sort of got very limited opportunity to go out there and, and look at and trial and get other opportunities. So yeah, it, it's it's a massive part of the job that that side of things is um, looking to to move players within the county scene when the time dries. And then commercially, is it? A lot to do with kind of bat sponsorships. Um, again, what apart from that side of things, is it, uh, how, how else, what other kind of opportunities are you looking for? Yeah, there's bat sponsorships, there's back of the bat sponsorships. There's a lot on social media now. We get quite a few of our players who were approached by um, companies via social media to promote their products. Um, so it's a whole lot new sort of wide world has opened up for a lot of the clients now. And then, yeah, if you can just—I know you've got a lot of players on your and support stuff on your roster, but maybe perhaps you can just reel off a few names who who you represent. Um, yeah, we, we look after Ashley Giles, who's obviously um, sort of the head man at BCB at the moment. Um, quite a few other coaches, sort of all around the world. Um, we've got Pat Browns in the England setup, obviously at the moment. Um, we look after. I think the last. We've got um, partner companies as well in Pakistan and South Africa. And I think for the last Pakistan test, we had eight of their players starting 11. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I did see on your kind of roster um, numerous uh, Pakistani players, but also like New Zealand internationals as well, as well as yeah. others around the world. So, yeah, so they're, they're via partner partner. A bit of both. Some, some um, the, the New Zealand guys we, we represent. We've always had, we've always had very strong relationships in, in New Zealand and Pakistan, particularly. Um, so um, we, you know, like we, we represent Azar Ali, for instance, who's obviously Pakistan captain. Um, and and we've got partner companies they represent some of the players, and we just work together. We've got very close relationships. Um, so yeah, but and say between us, we. we represent like the vast well, a lot of the, the current Pakistan test team, a lot of the good you know, a lot of the guys who are coming through. And um what defines success in your role? That's a great question. <laughs> um I think define success is I think basically it's just it's making sure you do you're there for the players. Um you do a good a good yeah, you're just helping that player through as much off, you know, off the pitch as on it in terms of when we do have issues, um, when we need guidance, and, and that could be any player. That's not just teenagers. Um, you know, I've, I've players who have been in the game for 15, 20 years who, who are willing for, for advice and help um, with cricketing matters and non-cricketing matters. I don't represent much better feeling when you know you've really helped someone um, come through a situation um, and, and you know and, and see them flourish and then have a good career. A lot of the, most of the clients, um, you know, are, are very good friends who've been with us for, for many years now. Um, so I, I think just having that friendship in the game, doing a good job, 
um, and, and hearing good things is, is, I think that's what I define as success. And are you open to representing any player? Was there a cap on how many you kind of look after, you know, in terms of the structure of your business? Is it you? Are you a one-man band or do you have a team around you? Yeah, we've got, we've got a team a team around us, so um, doing various facets of the industry. Um, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't take on any player. Um, we were in a position where we're fortunate enough to be more selective now. Um, I generally would say, and I always say, because a lot of our players do come through word of mouth, players that we represent, <clears throat> just recommending players, players to us. Um, and I think... I, well, the first thing I would say to, to somebody who recommends someone, I said, what, what is the personality like? Um, I, I, if the if personality is not right, um, get something, you know, I think very much you see in football, I tend to find that the relationship's just not going to work. Um, <clears throat> so I've kind of rather had the, the, the young, upcoming, hardworking, good good character than I would the, the international who's, who's perhaps not of such strong moral fibre shall we say um, but yeah we, we, we are bit, you know, we are selective um, and you know I have to say to some players like you know we're not in a position to, to give you the service you probably need right now Is there one particular player that stands out that you feel that you've uh, the journey's been so good uh, the work you've done and the opportunities I've been given that you can perhaps disclose um, I don't know if I'd want to say one in particular. I mean, there's been numerous, numerous players. Um, you know, we've been been like I said, very close with them for a long time. Um, Ranjit and Patel's doing his last year now at Warwickshire. Um, or hopefully he'll get to do his last year at Warwickshire. Um, you know, and and Jeeps was a good one. I mean, it's ten years now, and Jeeps was struggling at the time when we were coming back into Warwickshire. Um, and and. At the time, as I say, I, I don't think it was particularly a lot of interest. And then all of a sudden, he'd, he'd had a short spell at Warwickshire before. And, and again, his personality was, was so good that they liked him so much. And that was a big reason why they took him on. Um, and then it's just turned into a massive success story, potentially the, the, you know, the, the most successful overseas player of all time in county cricket. Um, you know, I, I and he's also like a spin consultant with England, or he was. Yeah, and now we. Yeah, Do you have any input in kind of getting that opportunity? Did you have any involvement in that, or? Yeah, we've been speaking to to the ECB about you know about, about potential things happening for a while, and something we've looked at with Jeeton. Um, you know, it's all down to Jeeton at the end of the day. He's, as I say, he's got this great respect um, for having a changing room. Um, so I can't take too much credit for that, but yeah, we, we have been speaking to England for a while, and, and again, we do do that when, when players are coming, well, whatever stage of their career, if they want to start thinking about after um, after playing wise, then we, we'll help them out. We've got guys now who are in the young twenties who are already looking at you know different ventures, and, and if we can advise, help promote that for them, we will. Yeah, I was gonna. I'm glad you mentioned that. That's kind of one of my next questions in terms of when the playing career is over. Um, is there a support structure in place from from your perspective, being the agent that's looking after them when they're actually on the field? Yeah, but again, yeah, that's really important to us. Um, and and it depends on the player. You know, some players just finish, we go into another industry, and we'll tend to still stay in touch, but you know, just the catch ups and chats and. Um, and that'd be it. But yeah, if you need specific help, 
um, then yeah, we're there for them in, in any way we can. And we've also got a lot of contacts in other industries as well. Um, I mean, funnily enough, we had um, like Hamish Marshall, who you remember from, from Gloucestershire. Hamish is retired for a few years now, and, and Hamish dropped in messages. And the other day he recommended, he said, I've got a player I'd like to recommend to you. Um, you know, I just think that, again, that's a really nice part of the, the job when, when, when players are, you know, you don't see face to face very often still think of you and put your name forward and, and that happens quite a lot for us so yeah it's it's a big that is a big thing we pride ourselves on um it does say being there for the players as, as much as we can and, and that depends on the individual and some some players they say different some need more than more help advice than others and then in the current climate at the moment obviously with this COVID-19 um there's no professional sport being played globally uh let mm. alone cricket specific so that means players um, who potentially aren't earning if they're kind of you know um, out of contract if they rely on um, specific franchise money. Um, what kind of stuff are you doing? Is it again? Are you really honing in the opportunity in terms of sponsorship, getting them out there in terms of the media, or are you kind of working overtime in this kind of period to satisfy people's financial needs, or how, what's going on at the moment? Hands are tied quite a lot of the minute meal, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, I spoke to all the players to just say, like, if there's anything we can do, or like, say, is there any site that needs, if there's anything you want to promote, help with, then we'll do that. Um, <clears throat> I know some players have obviously voiced concerns about, you know, they're going into the last year of a contract. As you just said, we've got players who haven't got a contract. You know, we've got one lad who, we sorted him out of trial with the county with a very good chance of, of getting a contract, I'd like to think. That's just that's just obviously dissipated at the moment. Um, hopefully that opportunity will come back um, whenever, you know, two, three months. It may may not, but you know, regardless of what happens with the with the virus. Um, but yeah, we again we we're talking to players, just be there as a support structure for them. Um Unfortunately, and I've said this to most of them, you know, I haven't got any answers at the moment. It's a case of stay safe, stay fit, keep, um, you know, mentally uh, healthy by, you know, just use this time wisely. As I would say to anyone in the world, really, just use this time wisely to, to you know, if you're obviously spending time with family, but also um, learning new skills. And, and I think that's the key and, and not, you know, some people, some people won't come out of this period very well, and, and some, you know, will, will will flourish during that time. So, Darren, uh, I appreciate your time today. Fantastic insight into your role, specifically as a cricket agent. Um, as I said, there's a lot written about football side of things, but it's great to get this kind of um, insight. As I said, so uh, no, appreciate your time and stay safe in this uh, in these during these uncertain times. Thank you, thank you, Neil.